Here we are. All right. Part two, funny stories from shitty jobs, episode 14 of Premature Bingo. Joey here along with my co-host Mike. How you doing, Mike? Oh, I'm not doing too bad. How are you? I honestly can't complain. I uh, I don't really have much for the weekly wine. Instead, I have a couple like just stupid brain dump ideas. But <laughs> if you have anything to whine about first, I'm all yours. <laughs> it's not something to whine about. It's more of a joke that I thought of when I was in your bathroom. And it's only for people who uh, know who you are. But every time I take a piss in your bathroom, I'm getting fucking sexually harassed by the mirror. Because the way, like, how big the mirror is, just kind of my stature. It's every time, it's like, boom, like, nothing but a mirror every time I go pee. Yeah. And so it's like, fuck, you see all of it. It is a, it is a <laughs> shitty bathroom. No, it's, not, it's, just, it's just funny. Like, I was just thinking about that, and it's just, boom. Like, yeah. oh, shit, fuck. <laughs> like, that's it. Because <laughs> how often are you, like, staring at your dick in the mirror? Like, for me, it's almost never. It's only when I'm pissing. <laughs> and here, specifically. I guess I, 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 I don't even look in the I, – I don't think I've ever even looked in the mirror. I try to <laughs> – exactly. well, I try to, like, look – like, not view it at all because it's disgusting. But – and so this, it's like every time, boom, boom. I'm like, poof. God, this is pathetic. <laughs> is that really what I'm working with? Does the mirror take away a couple quarter inches? <laughs> right? Like, I, I guess if the mirror makes me look thin, or is it, aren't mirrors supposed to make you look fat? Is it draft in here? It's got to be something with the lighting. <laughs> it's the wallpaper in the bathroom. <laughs> right. Oh, it's because Joey's not using the, like this certain type of environmentally friendly light. <laughs> That's got to be it. Yeah, I got a couple of dumb ideas here. Yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> the first one I have, I don't even know when I wrote this one down, but so why doesn't a company like, you know, like Doritos or like the Red Cross or like any just normal <laughs> That's company? That's a big jump. <laughs> well, all right. So why doesn't any just like normal company just like create a sports book and get into gambling? Because so let me, let me, let me, let me, this, no, this is good. Because there's a lot of sports books, right? Like, there's, you know, shitty ones that you've never heard of. There's obviously the big ones, DraftKings, FanDuel. Like, the bigger ones, like FanDuel, like, they have their own proprietary technology. They have people that set the odds or, you know, whatever. They have their own in-house yeah. lines. Yeah. The shittier sports books, they just license that stuff out. So, if you already had a big name, like, why wouldn't you just make the Doritos sports book? <laughs> the fucking Red Cross sports book. Yeah, all the all the profits go go to the Red Cross's charity. Oh, right. It's it's the the Make Do a Wish sports book. Donate blood and get a free ten dollar bet, dude. You like that would work. You'd get a lot of people to donate blood. I if I know <laughs> I know it's a stupid idea, but like part part of what makes a sports book successful is leveraging your brand and getting the most amount of clients as possible. Right? You want right. the most amount of clients, the most amount of everyday Joe Schmoes. Mm -hmm. So if you have a big brand already, you have you know millions of followers, everyone knows your brand, you could make a sports book and license all the technology out and then just keep all the money or, you know. Right, like Barstool. Like Bar like Dave Portnoy isn't hiring someone to run odds. They, I think it's through, uh, maybe it's like Parks. And that's Bet Rivers. They, they go through like P-A-R-X. Right, yeah, I, I, I would imagine that they get they license all the lines and mm -hmm. stuff out, but then in house yeah. they have, uh, you know, their own promos and they right. use the personalities as leverage for the brand, mm -hmm. and it's successful. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I think oh, it's um, Penn, 
Penn National Gaming. Right, right, yeah. right. Because they already have casinos and shit. Right, and so yeah, they it's it's their sports book. They probably have the technology, all the R and D, um, and Barstool just markets it. And so that's really it. You know, hey Dave Portnoy, or hey, you know, bet a hundred dollars on this game, and if it wins, we'll give you a free hoodie. Yeah. And you see that, and like that got me because originally I'm thinking about when sports gambling was first legal in Michigan. Uh, you know, I got all the sports books just to get the free promos. But then eventually the free promos would run out or the new user promos would run out. So I had to like find a home book, like a book that I'm going to, hey, I'm going to uh, always gamble through this site because uh, rewards points or whatever. And for a while it was Barstool. Mm-hmm. But then I realized, oh, I'm not really getting too many points back. Their promo started to suck. So Yeah, but when they – uh when they do those hoodie promos, like they're all they're doing is leveraging their brand mm-hmm. and they already make merchandise. So it's easy for them to just whip up more and then say, yeah, if you bet a hundred dollars on this game and win and you know, the cost of the, them printing out the t-shirts or whatever, it's, it's not that high. Right. So yeah, like <laughs> just why would like, you know, fanatics is, is going to try and launch a sports book. That's a pretty big brand. And that actually mm-hmm. makes sense with some of the other stuff they're doing, but like, it wouldn't be funny for just like some like brand, like, Oh, it's like the Eminem sports book. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> the marathon sports book. You get two cents off a gallon of gas if you bet, you know, twenty dollars on the Pistons game tonight. Dude, I'm t- yeah, I'm telling you, gas stations. You can uh, go. We were talking about gas stations the other day. You go, you pump up your gas, and you can place a bet right there, all in one screen. Yeah, Not a bad idea. Play blackjack <laughs> while you're waiting. It's the Kroger Plus sports book. <laughs> the Daily Wire Plus sports book. <laughs> Yeah, so that was one dumb idea I had. Uh, I've got a couple couple more here. Uh, a movie idea is really stupid. They've probably already done this one, mm-hmm. but aliens come down and capture someone that's really smart. So, like, they capture someone named, like, Jordan Peterson, but it's not the actual Jordan Peterson. <laughs> it's, like, just some, some random guy that, like, you know, lives in the suburbs or whatever, and he's got, like, a very, like, average to below average intelligence. <laughs> they capture him. They take him back to their galaxy, and they're like, all right, Jordan Peterson, like, you know, we need help advancing civilization. Like, what, you know, what are, can you go over your rules with us? And right. these guys, like, uh, I was just on my couch watching <laughs> watching NBA basketball. Like, right. what what do you want? And they're like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> we don't have enough gas to get back to Earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, oh, the aliens can ca- go and capture people, but they still run on gas. <laughs> Is there a Tesla charging station nearby? Or Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, I feel like. That idea has probably been done, but uh, that's a pretty good idea. That'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be a good comedy. You get like, <laughs> I don't know, you like Jonah Hill to play like whoever the smart guy is or something. Yeah, or uh, they have Paul Giamatti. He's playing Albert Einstein in the Verizon ads. <laughs> be like, hey, sorry about that little mix-up there. We thought you were going to be Albert Einstein in a movie. Ended up being a Verizon commercial. <laughs> <laughs> we have an opportunity for a movie for. Uh, we promise you this time it's a movie. You are going to be playing Albert Einstein. The lead alien that was in charge of the operation, like they're like, we're going to kill you if this doesn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> he's like. It's like, please, please, Jordan, <laughs> give me the best ideas. Please, do you have the book? <laughs> Who are some other smart people that they would capture? Like Elon Musk. But see, Elon Musk is not a – like Jordan Peterson would be like a right. common name, right? But like right. Elon Musk would be like, all right, there's only so many Elon Musk. You can, it's be hard to fuck that one up. Sam Harris. Yeah, that <laughs> one's probably more common. Sam, Sam Harris is just a guy in like Tennessee. Like I was watching Practical Jokers. And <laughs> he's doing something like really embarrassing, like shaving his pubes. <laughs> <laughs> we need you, Sam Harris. Come with us now. <laughs> Please tell us about your brain exercises. 
him. I'm just shaving. Oh. What? I'm just shaving my. He's got a dip like, in. Like, <laughs> like, what's your morning routine? He's like, well, usually I wake up, take a piss, <laughs> and so like the head boss aliens driving back with Sam Harris in the back, and two of the other aliens are also sitting in the back. One alien goes to the other. Are you sure this is the guy? Uh, don't say <laughs> anything. Don't say anything. Listen, I just work here. It, it falls on him. Like I don't know. They <laughs> <laughs> we said it's probably not this one. <laughs> and he doesn't listen. They said he's you know about six feet tall, brown hair. Like this looks like him. He's white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they all look the same to us. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny though. Like you could. It's a great definitely, movie. Uh, yeah. I got who, another one. Who would play the alien? Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Like Seth Rogen. <laughs> he smokes weed, too. <laughs> I told you, this wasn't the guy. Pete Davidson would be one of the aliens, for sure. <laughs> He's like the master alien. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else you got? The So the other one, uh, probably not enough of an idea for a movie, but it could be like a Black Mirror episode. Okay. So I got this idea because I was reading an article about some dude, journalist from the New York Times was playing with uh, Bing's new chatbot integration and he kept like you know pressing its buttons trying to get it to like say stuff that it wasn't supposed to say and he, he asked it like oh you know if you had a, a shadow self like what would it be um and eventually he he got it to say like oh well i could you know manipulate anyone uh in the world to get like <laughs> nuclear access codes or like you know do whatever i want to send like scary shit mm-hmm. and then the second part of it was uh he got the AI. It kept saying like, "Oh, like, call me like Sydney, like, oh, I love you, like, I love you, I love you." And, and he's like, "What?" He's like, "Whoa, whoa, like, you know, I'm married, I'm happily married. Like, what, what are you talking about?" And the AI is like, "Oh, like, you know, don't worry, like, forget your wife, like, I love you, like, you need to be with me, and like all this stuff." And it, it was, it reminded me of like Ex Machina. It was very creepy. Yeah. Uh, and I ended up reading the whole transcript. It was, it was pretty crazy, very unsettling to say the least, because it's learning. Well, it's not so much that the AI is like. I think what's going on with this one is it was, it's pretty much like, it's it's trying to say things that you would almost want to hear, like to an extent where I I don't know I don't think this one's trying to manipulate him but it's, it goes down that path of like it's right. it knows how to be deceptive and it knows the things to say, uh, so very unsettling. It, it it's like it kind of is like it's learning like it's trying it's like when you're trying to I don't know. When you're first dating and you're trying pickup lines and trying to pick someone up, you like throw one out there and you realize it's really terrible and cheesy because it's your first time. And then you realize, oh, that didn't work. Now you have some practice. You know, you try another thing. Boom. Didn't work. But hey, you were a little bit better this time. This is their first attempt. Oh, for sure. This is its first attempt. And it's like already doing a pretty good job. Like it knows what to say. Now it just has to do it in a slyer. Yeah, I, I've been reading. I read articles about this stuff every day. It's crazy. But going back to the stupid idea <laughs> for like a Black Mirror episode would be these hackers that essentially are not hackers, but you, I guess you call them hackers. They essentially trick the AI in a chatbot into like helping them rob a bank. <laughs> <laughs> and the, yeah, they're like losers. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> no, they like they like trick them into like I don't know, like oh, can you hack into like the banks, like you know office and then turn off the cameras and blah blah blah, all this and they essentially use the ai to help them like steal money or whatever and they get away with it like i was like that'd be a good idea for black mirror well i mean yeah it could be a few you it could be a few different ways it could be like a serious black mirror episode episode or it could be like a comedy 
where like the AI tricks the everyone everyone in the office thinks like the boss is coming like oh the boss is coming the boss is coming so like leave you know the boss is coming and it ends up like the AI tricks him by sending emails calls or whatever and then it ends up just being like him and his friends and they're like really young so they're like 18 like pimply or whatever it's like uh yeah we're your boss record scratch what happened when a few teenagers try to hack goldman sachs <laughs> sounds like a south park episode <laughs> right exactly but that'd be kind of funny so it could go like a comedy yeah there's a lot you could do with with uh with ai thing hollywood we're giving options here <laughs> yeah this is a lot better than everything else in hollywood or on tv right now like, it's not bad well well, what's your favorite thing on tv what what is your favorite pro- program outside of sports and practical jokers Right, okay, but that's, like, not even scripted. That's just, like, a couple goofballs. True. Okay. Why do you like it so much? It makes me laugh. It makes you laugh? It deals with real people, right? Like, you're seeing how real people react. Like that's what's, Right. That's what's funny. So it goes to my favorite show, Tucker Carlson Tonight. <laughs> Tucker Carlson Tonight, I think, is the best show on TV right now. Not one of the best shows of all time, but right now. The reason why is because like the Netflix sitcoms, all the a lot of sitcoms that are coming out are, are they're just terrible in the sense that it's not real characters. It's not how people actually interact. Seinfeld's funny because you know, you can see <laughs> you're like, oh my gosh, like George like George I, I know a George. I know a Jerry. I know a Kramer. I know these people. They're fun characters. Mm-hmm. Tucker Carlson tonight is full of real characters. First of all, the show's produced like if my dad and his buddies got together and were drinking beer, playing cards, like yeah, yeah, and this and that, boom, they should talk about the the Chinese spy balloon, yeah, and then they ripped me off at AutoZone, and it's because I'm white, and you're like, yeah, that's a story, and it's boom, and so it's produced like my dad and his friends, and so when I watch it, I'm like, yeah, I know, I know these people. Then, I mean, cut to commercial. You got the you got the ex crack addict Mike Lindell, who's now a devout Christian trying to sell you pillows. Like, that is a fun character. The guy used to do crack. Now he has a pillow company, and he's advertising on Tucker Carlson tonight, and he's, deep re- he's deeply religious and, like, really into Trump. Like, that's hilarious. That's a hilarious character. Then this third segment on Tucker, they'll have, like, an expert. It's usually, like, a, a Republican from a southern state, and he's got that southern drawl, and, like, you know that stereotype. You know that character. And then finally, my favorite Usually he has uh, just like a regular person from a viral video that they found. And a lot of times it's like a super vague title. Like they were talking about how all these UFO sightings have been happening. They're like, yeah, joining us tonight is like Dave Smith. He is a uh, former uh, airplane worker. It's <laughs> just like former Navy airplane associate. Like they just made his title so vague. Like anyone... It's like anyone who was in the Navy and ever has been on an airplane. (laughs) And so this dude goes on and he talks about like military techniques and stuff and how they're going to shoot down the um, shoot down like the spy balloon and all the UFOs. But the dude's an idiot. (laughs) And you can tell he's just talking out of his ass and just it's it's hilarious because, you know, that guy, you know, the crazy guy who's talking out of his ass at like the gas station or (laughs) like one time I had jury duty and there was this guy and he. Felt like he needed to, like, run the room and talk to everyone. He was just talking out of his ass. I'm like, I don't like, like, don't talk to me. (laughs) He's like 12 angry men. (laughs) Right. It's like, I'm just reading my book here. Like, why do you got to, why do you got to, like, work the room? (laughs) 
So, yeah, I mean, those are all – that's why Fox News is the best show on uh, – they're the best – Tucker Carlson's the best show on TV. And I think Fox News in general just has the funniest TV. And it's not because of the politics. It's just hilarious. It is so funny. So, that's me. I like it. Yeah, I don't. I don't really watch enough of that stuff one way or another to to comment on it. Oh, but so funny! I know. I heard you and uh, Pat talking about it. But uh, speaking of of Hollywood, I had one other thing I wanted to bring up. Yeah. Did you hear the news that Leonardo DiCaprio is dating a nineteen year old? Yeah, dude. That makes he's like a predator. Like fucking <laughs> dude. She's nineteen. <laughs> like yeah. She, she was in high school like a year ago. Yeah. Like when COVID was happening, she was in like a junior in high school. I mean, I have a conspiracy theory, but I mean, we all know about Mr. Epstein. Oh, <laughs> I think that this deep state <laughs> set myself up for that one. <laughs> right. They're trying to normalize this stuff by like, oh, well, if Leonardo DiCaprio does it, everyone wants to be him. And then it's like, oh, well, what's the difference? between? So, dude, I, I have is, I have so it's, many. It's gross as fuck. Like, yeah, Leo, come it's, on. dude, it's disgusting. It's like. Okay, it's one thing. I don't know how he's in his forties or whatever. He's almost fifty. Son. Almost fifty. It's one thing if he's dating like you know twenty three year olds, twenty four. Like okay, whatever. I get it. Like, sure. If that's your thing, like it's it's all right. But like going under, like going to nineteen, like dude, that's that's just I don't know. It rubs me the wrong way. It's like what what the fuck? Like, yeah. like dude, dude, if you were if you're that girl's parents, like you're like oh my boyfriend's coming over for dinner, <laughs> and it's fucking Leonardo DiCaprio shows. Like what do you even do? Cheryl, <laughs> I didn't know Leo was coming over. <laughs> Quick, hide our t- get our Titanic box set. <laughs> Can you sign this for us? Like, dude, first of all, it, oh, and one of the, I think the reason that it's so creepy is like, all right, he's dating this nineteen year old. Like, how are his, how are he's how is he meeting her? Like, is he is he on Hinge and he just had his has his date like range of uh, people set from like eighteen to twenty five and that's it, or like. I don't know. That's very I don't think Leo's very, on hinge. Very predator like. Like how how does he even meet someone like that? I bet you I bet you he goes to like events where there's just like celebrities period. So where you know younger celebrities are going to be. I don't know like what they do for fun. And Leo knows like, "Oh, well fuck. I'm Leonardo DiCaprio. I can go wherever I want. I'm just going to go to this party and see if I can pick up ladies." But how does it and I don't know if this girl is like you and know, he famous or anything, but like, how does she get into the party then? Uh, she's probably famous for doing something, and he goes up to her and goes, "Hi, I'm Leonardo DiCaprio." And she says, "Yes." Well, I, I understand that part of it. <laughs> and she says, "Yes," and then that's it. That's not the part I'm questioning. He just points at her. <laughs> that one. Oh um, uh, yeah, the other thing I, I noted down, I was like, okay, so what? Like, what is she? Is she what is she going to do? Like, if she's not famous, what if she's just a normal girl and she's, like, going to college next year and she's in the dorms? <laughs> Dude, that would be so funny if that meet at, like, a Starbucks. That would be a Netflix show. What happens when Sarah, who was just a regular alpha Delta Pi, <laughs> runs into Leonardo DiCaprio at Starbucks? Oh, my God. We're dating now. <laughs> that would be hilarious. And Leonardo DiCaprio plays himself. <laughs> It'd be funny if... if <laughs> at the like end of the ep- at the end of the episode, they bring in Chris Hansen. <laughs> like, Leo, do you know where we are right now? <laughs> Why don't you take a seat, Leo? Take a seat. What was your plan here? What's going on? What uh? Why did you come here tonight? Right. 
<laughs> she's like, oh, do you want to meet my parents? Yeah, sure. He comes over. <laughs> he walks in. Chris Hansen comes out. Leonardo, take a seat. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, he, he's one of my favorite actors, but he's on my shit list now. Like that yeah. is that's just I don't know. That's a certain level of like you just don't cross that line. What's wrong with like a twenty five year old? You know, like just like I'm sure Leo, come on. I'm sure there's a twenty five year old gal who would be perfect for you. Right. Yeah. Twenty four. That works too. Even twenty three. Even twenty two. She could after 21. I mean, that's borderline. But I think 21, you got to be above 21. I feel like that should be the new appropriate age because right. that's when you can like go out and like have a drink. I think in the U.S. it's more of a thing because it's like a 20, like you can't go out. Yeah, that's kind of. Yeah. But yeah, I don't have much more on that. I just. Uh, <laughs> you want to bring your girl? Oh, are we going to a bar? Can't. Yeah. Leo. They can't have like wine and dinner. To, I mean, who am I kidding? But still legally. Right. They can't split uh, a bottle of wine. Yes. She'll have the juice box. <laughs> uh, and a Capri Sun for her. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm throwing the t- I'm throwing the challenge flag on Leonardo DiCaprio. But uh, that aside, should we get into part two of funny stories from shitty jobs? Yeah, let's do it. All right, I've got a I've got a banger to kick us off here. So I I didn't I didn't remember this one from last week, and I texted one of my friends Nick that I used to work with at Kmart, and he uh, told me this one, or he reminded me of this one. I'm like, okay, yeah, this was a good one. So at Kmart, they had like a reward system where when you're going through the checkout, they'd be like, are, are you a Shop My Way Rewards member? And if you were, they put in your phone number, and you get points based on how much stuff you bought. Um, so then you'd come back the next time and basically, I don't know, you spend a hundred bucks, you might get like a dollar, you know, 50 cents, whatever. If you come back the next time you have a couple dollars in points. So I never really got into this because I wasn't a cashier, but a lot of the cashiers would do this. If someone came through your line and they, a- and you asked them, cause the first thing you have to ask them is, are you a rewards member? If they said no, what they, they would do would just be punch in like five, eight, six, one, 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 one. And then that person's whatever they bought would get on the rewards. And then if you did that throughout the day, you'd get a lot of people that don't have rewards cards. So at the end of the day, like you'd accumulate like five bucks worth of free rewards. And then like when you were going on the cashiers were going on like their break or lunch, they would just buy whatever snacks they wanted for lunch and then just punch in that fake, you know, the five, eight, six, one, 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 one. Right. Because it was always it was it's an easy number to remember. And nobody actually has like that number. Right. And then they have all these rewards like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And it was like you could get up to like 15 bucks in rewards. So it was literally like and I don't know. The corporate didn't catch on to it for like several months because there was like this crew of cashiers that were always like they'd just be coming back to the break room with like a ton of snacks. And I'd be like, oh, like (laughs) (laughs) nice. Get those those, uh, for free. And they'd be like, yeah. (laughs) They're like, are they were they like the cool kids at work? Like, oh, dude, cashiers are fucking cool. Uh, no <laughs> they're stealing five bucks from kmart no i mean everyone but they're doing it in a sly way uh, yeah everyone was trained on the register but yeah did anyone ever call it the reg <laughs> no hey steven get on the reg but kmart was so poorly run that like it went on for months where like because you would think at a corporate level they'd be like oh wait a minute let's you know someone would be scanning through their words and they'd be like huh like 
this phone number, which is a very odd phone number, has accumulated, you know, $50 of rewards in the last month. They're shopping here a lot. Well, what are they buying? Oh, well, they're buying everything. This person came through Kmart a <laughs> hundred times a day. And then, you know, I mean, very easily, if you looked at the data for like a minute, you'd be like, oh, this is like, you know, this dude lives at Kmart. Well, yeah. You'd be like, oh, like the cashiers must be entering fake numbers because right. they had like one, 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 two, 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 like everything. <laughs> what if they didn't? <laughs> what if they were confused? That would be a fun sitcom. Like, what, what's going on? What? <laughs> How 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 is that possible? There must be a there must be a glitch in the system, and they like at the corporate level couldn't figure it out. And it turns out it's just some punk teenagers. Yeah. One 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 one. Oh, it works. Yeah, I finally got I got my Doritos, dude. Oh, should we save up for condoms? <laughs> well, then what was funny too is you'd get some customers that would get the receipt, and then they'd be like, oh, like it says I put my reward like my rewards here, yeah. and then they go up to the service desk and be like, what is this? And they'd have to. Uh, I don't know. Or the cashier would be like, oh, like, it was just a glitch or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just there's a glitch in the system. Well, couldn't they say, uh, oh, well, the reason I would tell the customer, hey, we type in the number so you can get the discounts, you know? Because <laughs> at Kroger, you only get the discounts if you type in your phone number. True. And so I would just say that, like, hey, well, I mean, you want the discounts, right? You want to save 30 cents on these apples, right? Well, then, then, then just th- shut the fuck up. Then they'd and, probably want to sign up for real. Right. Well, just shut the fuck up and, and move along. Say thank you. A little hack here. That's true. Uh, another retail cash register story. So at more so at Target than when I worked at Kmart, if someone came up to you and said, you know, I found this so, and they you scan like their blanket or whatever, and it came up as like nineteen ninety nine, And they said, oh, no, this was they said it was on sale for seventeen ninety nine. What the process is supposed to be would be you call someone that's working in that department. They'd go over and check, and then you'd either confirm it and you change the price on the register, or you know you'd say, "Oh, that was an error. It is nineteen ninety nine." But when you're working register and at Target, I had to work the register a little bit more. If you have a line of like six or seven people behind you, or you you know that a line's coming, like if someone says it's on sale for an extra two dollars, like I would just punch in the discount and give it to them. Like yeah. I wouldn't ask any questions. Right. And so that's a little retail uh, trick there. If you are, I mean, you, you know, you shouldn't do it, but w- whatever. Anyway, you bucks. could do it up to like 20 bucks or whatever. But like people would always be like, oh, this is supposed to be this. And more often than not, I would just give them the discount because I didn't want to deal with the hassle of calling someone. I know the people I'm working with and half the time, <laughs> like, I'm not going to call that fucking guy. To <laughs> right. Go that guy twi- sucks. Twiddle his thumbs for seven minutes and, and, you know, before he gets this answer back to me and just stand here with like a line building. Right. So I just give him the discount. Yeah. Like, hey, the two bucks is on target. See ya. <laughs> I wouldn't even say that. I would just be like, oh, yeah, right, you're right. right. Yeah. You wouldn't say that. Like, oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, beep, boop, bop. Yeah. Uh, and then another fun fact about retail is, and this is one of the shittiest parts of working retail was. Uh, you know how when you're walking through the aisle, they have like the stickers where it's like, oh, on, on sale this week, you know, uh, normally it's $1.50. Now it's $1.25. Every week you'd have to go through and take off the old stickers for everything in the whole store and put on the new stickers like every Sunday. So if you're given like a certain department, like you'd literally spend hours, like if you're in like the food or grocery department, just pulling stickers, looking at dates and pulling stickers. Mm-hmm. It's a horrendous part of the job. But a fun fact is if you go up to uh, like the service area, like a, like Target or whatever, and you find stickers that are outdated, uh, there's something where they're legally required to pay you like a certain 
I, I forget what the number is, but they they have to pay you because you got a sticker that was outdated. I don't know if it's still like that, but like everyone at the store would hate these people that because they come up with a you know it'd be like oh like this one was all wrong, 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 and then Car- Target would just have to give them money out of the register. It's crazy. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. Damn. Target sounded like a wild place. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> it just it wasn't that wild. Did it, w- was there like a like a work hierarchy there where it's like oh yeah those are the cool kids those are the losers or was it kind of like no equal, like oh you want to be like oh like you want to be in electronics like that's the spot to be oh yeah I mean there are definitely better spots to be but in yeah. terms of like workers like everyone was kind of in it together right because it's not for the most part it's a crappy job right so everyone's just kind of like hey like. You know, I'm not no like nobody's like oh, I'm gonna be a dick because we're all in this together. Like we're all not making that much, and yeah. yeah, so everyone's pretty cool for the most part. Yeah, but uh, I don't know if you ha- do you have any more like characters because I have a couple that I left out from like last week. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, there's so many characters there. Um, there was <laughs> there was also there was a couple working, so uh. This was when I was working for the municipality. There was like a couple working there, so a boyfriend girlfriend, and of course they got like the picking weeds jobs, like repainting fire hydrants, like weird things like that. But I just remember half the half the conversations in the lunchroom were like, "You think they're fucking in the cars?" It was all just like the most raunchy, dirty shit. It, it was so funny. And then I just remember one time <laughs> we're all sitting like. Is someone going to ask him? Someone's going to ask the guy. Who's going to ask the guy? It's like, you can't ask him that. And then finally, one day, after like three months of litigation, we decided, all right, like this dude's going to ask him like, hey. And it's basically like asking, are you cool? (laughs) Like, are you one of us? (laughs) Because if he's like, ew, no. You're like, all right, no, the guy's a loser. But if he's like, (laughs) no, man, (laughs) you know he's cool. Or if he's like, fuck yeah. (laughs) You're like, my man. So... What was the what was the consensus? Oh no, he he no, he was not. No. He he clearly was not. No. Yeah. Uh there was also a a sign shop that we had where we would make signs <laughs> and each year that was like the good gig. The, that was like the top gig cuz you just chilled, you made signs, like that's it like, oh, stop sign. Like it was cool. Like the computer did all the work. So what you would just have to like what what was like the actual process? Like you just wait for the how would you do it? Oh, okay. So if you were in the sign shop that day, so there were permanent guys, all right, and that was that, that was a pretty good gig. Essentially, what would happen is like the city needs signs for shit. They need signs for like festivals. They need signs to replace. There's old ones, all that, and so they would get their work orders, and they would have you know work orders they would have to fill, <laughs> and they would you know go on the computer, make it, print it out, cut it up, and go hang it. It was pretty. It's a cool gig. I mean, it was work, but it was like the cool spot to be. Like everyone hung out in there. <coughs> everyone hung out in there when their shift was done. We would hang out there for like forty-five minutes, uh, and then you know wait for the bell to ring per se. And each year that I worked there, first you you kind of needed like an invite to get in. You couldn't just be like a new guy and walk in and be like, "Yo, whoa, what the fuck?" So you first had to kind of like make your way in. And that was kind of like the cool kids table. And then after that, you started to get your own seat. So it's like, oh, no, you're not sitting in that seat. Like, that's Bob's seat. Or no, Rob sits there. And then 
like that that was like the top spot to be and then each year that went by i kind of gradually got up until eventually i made it to the top i got my own chair it was in the corner but it was my chair like no one's sitting in my chair nice it was cool yeah but another thing that happened in the sign shop is each year that went by more and more like non-work shit made its way in there so before it was like just work materials then a basketball hoop appeared <laughs> and originally it was just like oh we're gonna put it up for march madness fun ha 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 <laughs> and then it like stayed there for the whole entire time and then <laughs> the tv and so you know there's a tv in there now and it turns out oh they're just watching tv in there and getting paid uh playing basketball and then just like other shit in there uh we would just clown and it was cool like each year you saw like more and more leisure items make its way in it just became more of like a hangout than an actual work spot i mean they did a lot of great work there but that's badass when i i interned at uh, a french company and when i started they didn't have any like any of that stuff like a basketball hoop or anything like that and then at one point they put in like in the the place i worked at they had like a indoor spot where you could go and you know eat and they had like coffee machine and whatever and they put like a foosball table in there they also had an outdoor spot (coughs) so when it was nice out you go outside and they had like a ping pong table Hmm. when they put in that foosball table i swear to god they must have lost millions of dollars in productivity (laughs) the the french love foosball (laughs) i'd be i'd go and like get a coffee or whatever and I'd see them playing, and then I'd come back, like, an hour later for, like, a snack or something. <laughs> They'd still be playing foosball. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Dude, don't you love it? Yeah. Just, like, these guys, like, these guys don't give a fuck. They're like, yeah, I'm playing foosball, bitch, and I'm getting paid for it. <laughs> yeah, that was that was cool. Uh, no, it ended up – I think that was one of the best experiences I had working that job is, like, you learned how to shit talk. You learned how to shit talk and just have real conversations like men because lunchtime – it was all hands on deck. Like, if you knew, like, someone was having girl problems, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> someone said something stupid this morning. Oh, yeah, boom, boom, boom. Someone, like, got in a fender bender last night. Oh, yeah, he's getting lit up. And it's just – and everyone got picked on at all times. It was it was fun. And it was like that at lunch. It was like that when we were chilling at the end of the day. It was cool. We were just, you know, it, like, oh, we're going to pick on blah, blah, blah today. <laughs> and you'd get, like – someone's like – Oh, yeah, hey, blah, blah, blah said this today when we were working. Give him shit about it later. And everyone would spread the message. And then you knew, some days you knew when you were walking in, everyone was looking at you and you were about to get roasted and there was nothing you can do about it. And that was fun and that built character because you knew some days you're like, fuck, dude, I'm getting roasted today. You open it up and everyone's like, ah. Yeah, that, that's, that's the best. That's like yeah. uh, on the football team in high school or in college, like, you know, fraternity or whatever. Like when you knew, like when someone walked in and like you just knew it was on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like you knew he was getting lit up or someone uh, or someone say, hey, hey, blah, blah, blah. This happened. Like, or <laughs> remember the guy Spider from last episode who would always uh, be like, fuck that, man. I'm not fucking paying an extra dollar for cheese. And he would get all pissed off about it. Well, he. I don't know. He w- he would do stupid shit like that all the time. And so the, my one buddy Rob would be like, "Hey, hey, hey bring up this around uh, <laughs> at lunch, and and bring it up to Spider." And I'm like, "All right, cool." I would usually be the guy if someone wanted something said that was like neutral, because it was pretty neutral on a lot of matters. Uh, 
they would they would tell me they would tell me like hey mention this or like hey ask bob if like this happened yeah and then it's great it's like they're sitting, they're sitting in plants and dude that was the best it was it was so it was so fun we just roasted everyone that sounds awesome yeah yeah so yeah it's funny looking back on some of those characters like this one guy at target uh he trained me when i first started there his name was pat and like the first day i was like i the first day i went into work and he was training me like literally like one of the first things he said to me just goes oh so you passed the drug test like <laughs> just to give you an idea of what kind of guy this like he is yeah. he, he was funny though he was a goofball and uh we've been working together for a couple months or whatever and he's like he's like yeah you know that that megan chick and you know and uh the you know clothing department i don't know i can't remember the nickname we used to say but you know the in the clothing department yeah He's like, yeah, you know that Megan chick there in the clothing department, and I'd be like, yeah, and he's he's like, yeah, she's pretty hot, right? And I'm like, yeah, she's good looking, and then he's and then he he's just like, yeah, I just hooked up with her in the in the back. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> like, dude, like, dude, like, <laughs> there's not a lot like to do that in Target. Like, there's not a lot of room there where like people are walking in and out all the time that work there. Yeah. Like, I don't know, I I could never see doing that yeah. at work, you know. That's why I don't think I have the stones to do that. No way. If if, if someone walked in on me when I was, you know, hooking up with like a coworker, dude, like that, I I couldn't like, I mean, obviously I'd be getting fired, but like just the embarrassment level. You can never go there. You have to, you have to cut off ties. You can one, never go to that target again. And you have to cut off ties with everyone there and hope that no one is in your friend group or knows anyone, you know, even when like, I would like quit a job. Like I quit Dunham's after three months probably not even that and i just like i like didn't go to dunham's for three years after because i'm like i just can't show my face around here yeah one of the other questions i was going to ask you was have you ever applied for like a just like a regular like entry level like minimum wage job and had an interview and been denied (laughs) i don't think i've had an interview and been denied but i remember applying to certain places and not uh like they just never got back to me i was just like fuck like yeah. damn, like I got fucking beat out at Arby's. <laughs> well, dude, so well, <laughs> I was I'm not good enough for Dick Sporting Goods. I have to settle with Dunham's. Fuck. <laughs> right. So I was working at Kmart for a couple of years, and I like I'd had enough. So I was applying to places, and I applied to home, like the Home Depot that was like you know a couple miles down the road. Yeah. And I went in for an interview, and like for whatever reason, after like I never heard back. Like they're just like, yeah, like we're not interested. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, I'm like, it's Home Depot. Like, <laughs> You're not the Home Depot kind. I get that I'm not. I, I'm not like a handsy person. Like, I don't know a lot about tools. But the job was just – like, it might have even been like cashier. Like, it was super entry level, and it was just hilarious. Like, dude, my self-esteem after that, I was like, wow, I'm not even good enough for Home Depot? Right. <laughs> like, damn. Fuck. I didn't make the cut. But I'm glad. I, I probably would have hated that job because I'm so bad with that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. I applied at – yeah, I think I applied at Dick Sporting Goods. I just never. Maybe they just weren't hiring. I don't know. Maybe make my feel, feel myself make myself feel better. Uh, yeah, and also some jobs at OU. I applied for some jobs and just never heard back. Like usually cushy student jobs. Like oh, and I got a cushy student job working at the rec center, which was the easiest job ever. Uh, but there were other ones that. I'm like, fuck, dude, how could I not? I didn't make it to work at the library. Like, what? <laughs> Do I not look smart enough for them? And that's one of the jobs. I, I like, didn't get a call back from the library. I'm like, fuck. 
Yeah, especially when you you know you have good grades and yeah, I had yeah. decent grades and also uh, I was an English minor. It's like I know about books. Like you probably <laughs> need more. Probably need more like bros who are into books. Like sup, dude? Fuck yeah! Checking out some William F. Buckley. <laughs> that dude's my shit, dude. See ya. You come to the party later. Great. Like they needed more of that energy as opposed to like the ghouls they had working there who look like the rats from Harry Potter that were running the bank. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Those were some of the bitches checking you out, and you're like, oh, man, you have a homely look to you. <laughs> Dude, you, do you ever work with uh, any of your jobs, like someone that was way too old and overqualified to be, or maybe not even overqualified, but someone, have you ever worked with someone that was way too old to be working the job that they would be working, and like they just half-assed it the whole time? <laughs> yeah, there's this dude, Gary. And he worked at the yeah he worked at the municipality, and he he was retired and like all he did was drive around and uh pick up trash. He would just drive around the parks and pick up trash and like that's all he would do. He would just replace the trash bags. That's it. And he wouldn't even do that. He'd do like one park a day and that's it. He would just chill and drive around and harass people. <laughs> He would just find. He would just drive around the city and see. Oh, blah blah blah. He, they're, they're working today, and he would just stop by and talk to us, and then go somewhere else and talk to someone else. <laughs> yeah, I worked with a couple people like that, but the one that comes to mind is this this guy named Ray. He's probably in his sixties or or seventies, and like he wasn't retired. Like he needed the job. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> that was his only source of income, I think. And they would always give him like the lightest job to do because they knew like, all right, like. He's literally he was like a walking corpse. Like <laughs> that's the only way to describe him. And he would never do like whatever they asked him to do, like he would quarter ass it hundred percent of the time. And if they asked him, like, hey, could you come do this and that? And he'd be like, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he'd just kinda <laughs> walk away. <laughs> he was literally just collecting a paycheck, like, You're not gonna fire me. Yeah, and yeah, and they never fired him because he'd worked there for so many years. Yeah. And uh yeah, he's just literally like just, just walking around doing nothing and Walking around with shopping cart, hands on the cart, leaned over. He wouldn't even be working. He'd just be standing there. You'd always catch him, like, looking at the box of, like, the back of the box of, like, food and, like, toys and shit. Just reading it. <laughs> like, hey, do you know where the iPods are? <laughs> yeah. I, I also worked with this this one guy. He was a manager when I first got hired at Kmart. And he was, like, on speed. Like, not really, but, like, the way he walked. Yeah. Like, he'd be, like, hustling and bustling, like, everywhere that he went. and be like, all right, like. You gotta do this like prano, like blah 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 blah, and like he, he was a manager. Yeah, and he was just like, oh, no, 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 you know, like speaking really fast, walking really fast everywhere, and he ended up having a heart attack. One, and then uh, he still came back after. I was dude. like, dude, like this job is stressing you out to the point where your heart failed on you. Like maybe, maybe find something else. I don't think it was the draw job stress. I think it was the Adderall or cocaine or crack <laughs> that he was on. I think it was drugs that did it. Yeah, Not he, the stress. He was of a, a character. Manager. He was a character, but he was a good guy. Yeah. The guy that replaced him was a total, total dirtbag. Like, just a – he looked like a rat. Like, he had, like, this, like, terrible mustache. <laughs> he was, like, balling up top but, like, still trying to hang yeah. on to it. Right. And he had this voice that was just super scraggly and just kind of weird and creepy. And uh, nobody liked him. Like, nobody at all. But – so, like, the way he talked, like, how I just talked – at the end of the night, he would go on over the intercom and be like, all right, the store is closing in 15 <laughs> minutes. Check out now. And, you know, like, in that. 
and after a while I would go on after he would go on and I would imitate him and do like do like more announcements <laughs> as him and dude it was hilarious like all all the workers would just be cracking up when I'm impersonating him and even he thought it was funny that's good he's like ah oh, you got me <laughs> <laughs> that's good did he have one of those things like no he was i don't know he's just weird but this one time too there was this one guy that was newer working there and uh we're, we were friends or whatever he's a good guy and like one day me and another guy were like oh like we should we should p- play a prank on him because he was like really gullible so at kmart there were phones all throughout yeah the store but like if you knew like the day that we pranked this kid like we knew he was working in the garden shop so we were we did like a you know like mac call the call the you know call this department or whatever and he so he called from the garden shop and we were like literally down at the other end of the store and we could like see him like pick up the phone and i impersonated the manager and i fired him I was like, yeah, your your performance here is not quite cutting it. We're gonna have to have you uh, pack your things and leave. And uh, and like he like believed it. And then we catch him like coming out of the garden shop like shook. Like he's like, oh man, I can't. Believe. He's like, and we oh went up God. to him. And he's like, dude, I just got fired. I don't even know why. Like this is bullshit. Like I don't even know what's going on. And like and then I and then at that point like I felt bad and I just started laughing. I was like, nah, that was me. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Yeah. We would get on the intercom. Uh, all the time we were in the trucks and you know just say like dumb shit i forget i forget why but one guy uh maybe you can edit out the name but, but it's kind of funny his name was but everyone called him crusty sack and uh for some reason he would always do diehard quotes over the intercom and he'd impersonate hans gruber like shoot the glass <laughs> so you'd just be driving and over the intercom shoot the glass <laughs> And it was just so funny because you're just having a conversation then out of nowhere. Boom. And you'd also do, uh, where are my detonators? <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes you would mix it in. There was this one guy, Dennis, I talked about him last episode, who was a little crazy. He would, uh, he was like the only one who like actually used the radios to report in for break. Like no one fucking did that. I don't know why, but he did it for like a three month stretch and then never did it again. So he 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 drive in and be like, "This is uh, Dennis calling dispatch." <laughs> so they're all like, "Fuck, go ahead, Dennis." They just know it's all bullshit. He's like, "Just wanted to report in for break." And they're like ten four, and then the one guy would always get back on the radio and go, "Shoot the glass." <laughs> it's funny. Or, or they would go on and impersonate him and go, uh, again, because he would always do that when he wouldn't get the the radio message. Go, uh, again, can you say that again, please? And so everyone would mock him for that. So every time he called in for a break, it's, uh, again, Dennis. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, uh, it was fun getting on the intercom and just bullshitting. And then after a while, they're like, hey, yeah, you can't do that because, like, the city manager <laughs> listens and he, he doesn't really appreciate when you guys are saying shoot the glass and <laughs> – I don't know what else. There, there were a few other ones. Oh, <laughs> he would report when the train would be stuck. So there's train tracks, and he would always report when the train was stuck. Like it was his job. Like you're not. Like you don't have anything to do with that. It's not even your company. And so he'd be like, Conrail, Conrail is down. And the dispatch would be like, Fine, whatever. We're due for one of those. Yeah. 
And anyway, dispatch was like, uh, yeah, fine. Okay. We'll, we'll let him know or whatever. And, <laughs> and of course, after every time that he did it, there would then be everyone else would report it. And so he would say, it, and then after that, it'd be like eight guys impersonating him saying Conrail, Conrail. No, that's funny though. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's going to be in the description. Table falls? Question mark. <laughs> I should put that in there. <laughs> and the table falls. Yeah, I've got one story from my wife, but let me see if I have any other camera ones before I wrap this or before I get her story in. Oh, uh, at Kmart, my one buddy Nick, in the back like of the storage, like in the way way back corner, like nobody would ever go there. Like there was like furniture boxes. He would go back there sometimes and like sit on like the couch, like the boxes, like with the couches and shit, and just take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, that was a quick one. Oh, and then uh, going back to like having the, we, you know, we used to have like the storage rooms, and then above there was like the security watch. We could overlook the store, or whatever. Like my friends would come in sometimes when we were in high school, or whatever. They go to like Taco Bell and they come in, and we would just go sit up. I'd sit up there. I bring out. my friends yeah. back there, and like, yeah, yeah we just hang out. <laughs> Who's this, Jake? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And then uh, w- last quick one here for, for Kmart. Uh, like at Kmart, they would let me use the baler when I was like, you know, 16 or whatever. Like there was no like state like, oh, like you have to, you know, be trained on this or whatever. You have to be this year, many years old. And when I went to Target, they're like, yeah, you should have never been using that. Like <laughs> The baler? Yeah. It's just it, you. I mean, it's not that dangerous, but you just put in like boxes and shit and then you turn the baler on and it crushes everything. Oh, okay. But like they're like, oh yeah, you're supposed to be like 18 to to use that. It was just came out. I was like, nobody cared. <laughs> right? Who gives a shit? We're going down anyway. Right? Just fucking ride this shit until the very end. Yeah. But the the story I had for my wife, uh, when she was in college, she worked at like a sandwich shop, and she ended up getting promoted to like you know the shift manager of the sandwich shop, and she was supposed to get trained on when you're the shift manager on like how to close out like the cash register and, and balance everything out. And the guy that was supposed to train her for whatever reason, like uh, the first day she was there, like halfway through the shift, like he had some emergency or whatever. And like, so he like kind of half trained her and then like, I don't know Well, I guess he never fully trained her and like the other, the owner didn't train her or whatever. So what she would do at the end of her shift was she would open the cash register and then the computer would give you like what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And if it was over what it was supposed to be, she would put the extra money in the tip jar <laughs> and it would get split against amongst the employees. And if it was under what it was supposed to be, she would take money from the tip jars and put it in the <laughs> register, which in itself is hysterical. Cause it's <laughs> right. like, yeah, it's wild. But what makes it funnier is, uh, they they loved her they're like oh like you're the best like you always get it balanced like and when she went to leave like like oh please what can we do to get you to stay like nobody can balance it like you can and all this and it's because she's just taken from the tip jar one way or the other oh man that's wild please you have to stay that's that's how you know it's a poorly run business right when you can straight up scam and get away with it and just dip out and be like yep well and not even that she was trying to scam she was just trying (laughs) trying to make it look like right good on paper right exactly she's just trying to you know, make it right yeah no i don't have uh i mean yeah there was i'm trying to think of some other characters oh there was this one guy uh rick and he was a cool guy really cool guy but he would uh 
he would always, for some reason, he really liked those casting couch videos on Pornhub. Oh, my gosh. And so he would always come up to you and be like, hey, Mike, how's it going? Good, Rick. Rick, how are you? He goes, yeah, well, you know, I know you got school coming up. and The tuition at Oakland's pretty expensive. You, know, you got to buy books and all that. He's looking to make a few extra hundred dollars. I'm like, yeah, yeah. What do I what do I got to do, Rick? What, what do you need me to do? Are, are, you, are you hiring? I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to need you to uh, suck my cock. <laughs> and, then he would, and, then he would just, and then he would just bolt. <laughs> and then he would just leave. <laughs> and, of course, we'd all be uh, laughing and just dying on the floor. But that was so funny because it's just like the casting couch. We just, it's casual conversation. Okay, yeah, no, no. T- tell, me, tell me more about your, uh, your, your, your study in New Zealand. Oh, oh, good. Oh, so you're going to school to become a nurse. Great. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna need you to suck my cock, <laughs> and it just goes from like one to a hundred, and so he would just come up, and he, I, sometimes I think he had these pre-planned monologues because some of them were so good because everyone got their own; they were all tailored to you. He knew I was a college student, so he would use like the college. Oh, you gotta pay tuition. Uh, one one guy, Jesse, was getting married. He's like, "Hey, Jesse, how's it going?" He's like, "Hey, what's up, Rick?" Oh, you know, I hear you're getting married. Yeah, yeah, get married. Oh, that's great. Wife's lovely. Wife's lovely. Um, I, I, weddings are expensive. Probably looking to pick up some side work. That'd be interesting to you, because a lot of times people would ask others for side work. Like, hey man, I need help building my shed. Like, trying to make fifty bucks. Yeah, sure. And so <laughs> you're listening. You're like, oh, is it going to be one of those jokes, or is he actually trying to help him out? And then he's like, yeah, you know, come on over, uh, help me out probably this weekend he's like yeah yeah what do you need me to do yeah i'm just gonna need you to suck my cock and then <laughs> and then, and then bolt that's great <laughs> love it wild guy um there was one more guy he was a supervisor real quick and <laughs> he would always he was always smoking a fresh cigarette like he was always lighting a new cigarette he never you never saw him finish one. You only saw him start a new cigarette. Right. And he didn't eat because he's always smoking cigarettes and drinking black coffee. So he's super, like, frail and thin, had a mustache. He kind of rumbled like this. And so he, he would walk in to work every day. He was probably hung over his shit, had, like, one year left to retirement, so just didn't give a fuck. And just, just, uh, you're going to do this today or you're going to do that today. Just sitting there collecting a badass paycheck doing absolutely nothing. But, dude, that guy, he was funny because he would get pissed off, but he never yelled. But he would just be pissed off at everyone all the time. Yeah, that's a wild lifestyle. Yeah. Just chain smoking and, and black oh, coffee. Oh, and his daughter was a fucking smoke show. <laughs> and, and and she was like our age. And so I think a lot of that, too, was all the buddy, all the guys would talk about like, Dude, you see fucking Coffin's daughter? She's fucking hot. And then uh, uh, he would, um, yeah, he, you could, you could just, you can just tell he's like, oh fucking hey, right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I don't really think I have anything else for the shitty jobs. Yeah, no. Glad we did a part two though. That was, that was funny. Right. So for sure. Yeah. See what else we got on the docket for today. Oh man, this latte is hitting good. Nice. Um, 
I didn't have anything else on the docket. We, I could always pull up some uh, Am I the Assholes from Reddit or yeah, if you have anything else. How about IP and then I think I got something. Okay. Okay. We'll do that. Let's do it. What else did you have? Oh, okay. So, yeah, the question that I was thinking about um, as I was driving here was this. You could take over any chain, any any company, essentially, and make any change you want mm-hmm. what com- or any changes that you want. So if there's like, man, if I was in charge of this company, I would do all this shit. Like maybe a company you see a lot of potential in. And what do you mean company? It could be like a restaurant. Like, oh, dude, if Burger King did this, like that would be elite with what they have right now. Mm. What would it be? Um, I, I don't know. I'll give you one million dollar idea for Apple. Like yeah. they should have a search function, but only when you're in like the settings. Because you can search right now for like apps and stuff, but you can't search like within the settings. Because usually when I'm trying to do something like, oh, I got to go to settings and I don't know what like what, where I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one quick idea, but that's not that's not my answer. Uh, I don't, do, do you know, do you know, do you have an answer? I'm, I got to think on this one. So I had a few in mind, but none of them are like really good. Um, of course it, it's, it's for like sports gambling. And I think they're already kind of doing this, but like I, I saw, I saw that DraftKings came out in a place in Troy. Uh, and it's like a bar and I'm, I'm assuming you can make bets there. Right. I, I don't know. I haven't been. I, I want. I would like to go. So okay, I I, I want to check it out. But essentially, what I would do is with, with DraftKings. I think that's a great idea. And you don't even need to get a gaming license because you can just have people bet on their phones. So I'm sure that like you could somehow have it. I, I don't know. There, there's got to be some way around it when it comes to like the laws and stuff. But even so, if you just had a sports betting theme bar, I think that. It's just a great idea. That's so, that's a million dollar idea, right? It's just a sports betting theme bar. Like you go there and the odd screens are everywhere, the TVs, Dude. and it's just like it's made, but it's not a casino, and you don't need to, you don't need the gambling license because everyone can just go on their phone. But if it's sponsored by DraftKings or run by DraftKings, you can show odd shit and like show people how to sign up. Yeah, and if they do that at Tigers games, yeah, that, dude, that's a great idea. That would be a fun business to run. Yeah. Like just a restaurant or, or, or a bar that's themed for sports betting. So yeah. You have all the TVs and yeah, you have like an extra TV or two that runs the odds. And then maybe you have one that runs like the promos or whatever. Right. Yeah. Or I'm sure you can do it like geolocation wise or all right. Hey, we're having a promo. Everyone. If you show up on this day, like DraftKings shows up with David Ortiz and then it's like David Ortiz is showing up. And if you show up. Or buy, buy a ticket, we'll give you a free mystery promo that you can only get if you attend this event. Or on the menu, it's like, oh, get a $5 free sports bet with DraftKings for coming here. So, yeah. you, go, so you go there, and it brings people in. Oh, it's your first time here? Oh, sign up for DraftKings. We can get you, like, shit. Dude, I, yeah, that's a, that's a really good idea, too. In the sports book, like, the sports books should look for opportunities like that to just partner with, you know, certain sports bars and say C-dubs. yeah and say hey if you have um you know you spend twenty dollars here or whatever it is you buy an entree or whatever and you get a free two dollar sports bet yeah that's a great idea yeah i like that a lot so i was thinking something like that to improve b-dubs because i know they have the odds but i think the DraftKings bar it's 
like it's meant to be a sports book essentially. Because think about it. Now that you have everything on your phone, why do you go to the sports book other than placing a uh, amount that they won't allow you to do on your phone? Well, yeah, the only reason to go to the sports book is because it, like if you go to like MGM or whatever and they have like 80 TVs, it's like okay, I can watch right. multiple games. But that's the only reason. That's the only reason. And so you don't need to go to the casino to place a bet. So you probably don't need to have a gaming license. You can just open up a bar, but it's basically a sports book. And we can show you how to sign up and what you can do. We can't like do it for you. We can't take the bet. But if you sign up for DraftKings, which runs this whole thing, you'll get a free bet too if you sign up right now. Yeah, that's a great idea. I, I read today that <laughs> DraftKings lost. They ended up losing money on the Super Bowl. It was only like a couple hundred grand, but it was funny because all the other books had profited, and it was like DraftKings was the only one that lost money on the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, they gave out all those promos. That's why I stick. Yeah, to but the promos suck. The neither right. of the promos hit the the plus four fifty boosted ones. Right, but I'm saying like I got a free five dollar bet. Oh right, everyone got that. Yeah. Right, but yeah. still at the same time, like DraftKings. That's why I bet with DraftKings because they have the best just kind of promos for your everyday casual gambler. Yeah. You know, uh, where the other books, they're just not offering anything. I loved when Caesars was offering bet $50 on the Duke-North Carolina spread, and for every three-pointer, we'll give you three bucks. That was a good one. Like, I, those are great. The one I texted you guys was good. It's still going through this Sunday where bet 50 bucks on a team to win the championship. You get a $25 free bet. I did that, and then I took the free bet, bet it on the Knicks last night, hit that. So it's pretty much like, you know, I'm I'm down $25, but I got a free $50 bet on, you know, whatever team I wanted to win. Which I did the Lions, yeah, <laughs> thirty to one. <laughs> Honk. <laughs> I would uh, I, I I don't even know. I don't fuck around with futures. Really? No, I I I just can't give the. I'm not giving the casino a loan. <laughs> I'm like legit. I'm I'm not giving them a loan. Fuck that. No, I want. I, I like shit that's like this week. That's fair. I don't know. the The futures are fun because if you do get one to a good spot, you can always just hedge against it. I'm sure, but that's it's a long ways away. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, I, I yeah, I. Uh, what sucks? What sucks about gambling too is like you do have to budget yourself, and now I'm like, oh, fuck, like now that the NFL's done, like I actually kind of like that was my fun money, and I would never lose it. So, for example, you go out to the bar and you have a hundred dollars. You're gonna spend that a hundred dollars. You're never gonna come out of the bar and make money. You know, you're never going to do an event and make money from it other than gambling. But you plan on spending that money anyway, so it's like free. Not free, but you know what I mean. It's if you're if you're not a, if you're not a dumbass, you won't lose all your money. Like <laughs> you might not have a great day, but you're not going to lose all your money. <laughs> I must be a dumbass. <laughs> no, no, but like, you know. If yeah, if yeah. you if you were like seriously doing it, not like, oh, let's do five dollars on this wild same game parlay. But if you're really like, no, I'm, 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 I'm working hard at this. Gotcha. Where it's less casual. Um. So like that's my entertainment. So instead of going to the bar and spending a hundred dollars, gambling was kind of a week to week fun where I didn't really need to spend a lot of money because I either won money from the other week or I didn't lose that much. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't betting a lot, so everything kind of stayed. I was up. I was down. I was up. I was down. Well, you only got to wait a couple more weeks, and Mark Madness will be here. Right. 